Where the fuck have you been all weekend? Baroli greeted her angrily. I was with friends. I didn't expect to be needed. And as your superior officer, if you ever speak to me like that again, I will place you on a disciplinary report. I'm sorry. I thought you'd have your mobile with you. It came in late Saturday night. Have we an identity? Mike said something about you'd got the bride. He was being diplomatic, as you did all the tattoo business. But as no one could get hold of you and your landline is screwed, I had to get a new number, ex-directory. I'll give it to the office manager. So, have we got the girl identified? Baroli got out two sheets and said they had two girls who fitted the description. Both had been married on the same day. Both were dark-haired and in their early twenties. Mike is checking them out now. He's in with the interpreter who, I've got to say, worked her shriveled butt off all weekend. Anna took off her coat, wanting to hear more details. But Barbara signalled that there was a call for Baroli on line two. You look very refreshed, Barbara remarked. Thank you. Have a nice weekend? Yes, I did, actually. Joan and me have square eyes, but we finished the entire load of swell blinds contacts and Baroli gave a yell as he placed down the receiver. The anonymous caller just rang the TV station. She's agreed to come in and see us. Bloody marvellous! It's all happening this morning. He went off whistling as Anna checked her messages and opened up her computer. She jumped when Mike Lewis's office door banged open and he strode over to the incident board, prodded the picture of the victim from the blue blanket case and began to write. Bibiana Novak married Marik Richard in Krakow and number two is Dorota who married Stanislav Pelagia in Warsaw. Both girls were aged 22 in 2002, both were dark-haired and around the same height, five feet five, again matching our victim, and neither have been seen for some time. Anna joined him and asked if both girls were still married. It was more likely their victim was either divorced or separated, since the wedding date on the tattoo had been covered up. We're just running checks, but because we've got very blurred email pictures back, it could be either one of them. Fifteen minutes later, they received further information that they could delete Bibiana Richard. She had been traced, so was still alive and still married. Half an hour went by before they received the news that Dorota Pelagia had still not been traced, but they had tracked down her husband. He was in prison and had been for seven years, charged with armed robbery. The officials in Poland were trying to locate Dorota's family. Coming in via email were two pictures of the young woman on her wedding day. She was wearing a short white dress and white shoes and stood holding a small bouquet. She looked shy and had a sweet, soft smile. Her husband, Stanislav, towered above her, very broad-shouldered with dark, brooding looks. Emails were now crisscrossing back and forth as the team waited for further results. It's her, Anna said firmly. She picked up the photo of their victim taken at the mortuary, pinned it beside the wedding picture, and then did the same with the murder site photographs. They should get onto customs, passport control, run the name to see if and when she might have entered the UK. But passport control had no record of a Dorota Pelagia entering the UK, and they'd gone back as far as 2003. Further details were fed back to the incident room. Stanislav Pelagia had been arrested in March 2003, accused of domestic violence. He was released when his wife dropped the charges. 
Two further such incidents had been recorded, and in each case, no charges were brought. If Stanislav went to prison in 2003, we've got all the years since then in which she could have left him and arrived in England, Anna said to Baroli. She was standing by his desk. We're waiting to see if they can get any DNA for us to double-check we've got the right girl. We can't go ahead and ask people to come forward with information if we're not 100% sure she's our victim. Barbara joined them. Now they had further details. Dorota had a sister living in Warsaw who claimed not to have seen her for between six or seven years. She knew she had left her husband after his arrest. The family had been very much against the marriage as Stanislav had a history of drug abuse and they virtually cut off Dorota when she defied them and went ahead. With the new evidence coming in, the team's low spirits lifted. But they would still have to wait for confirmation that their victim was Dorota Pelagia. Due to the assault charges brought against her husband, it was a strong possibility that she would have loathed the tattoo of their wedding day, even more so as he was held in prison.